What's going on, everyone? This is the Dapper Villains Podcast. I'm Dana Blue, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Jay Such Dave. Jay, what's going on, brother? I'm very good, brother. How are you doing? How are you doing today? Not bad at all. This is our first ever weekend edition, special edition. Yes. Just you and I kicking it. Because here's the thing, right? We, we call each other all the time, and I'm like, dude, we have a podcast together. Why are we on phone for 40 minutes and not right? recording this shit? And... Uh, then when, when we're actually recording, we forget what we want to talk about. <laughs> Before we get into it, guys, do not forget to subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you get podcasts, we are there. We also have a YouTube channel, Dapper Villains on YouTube. We got all our episodes, plus we put up some dope clips from our episodes up there, and it's all video format. And don't forget to check out our Instagram Jay's doing some dope stories over on Instagram with our episodes. And I think we're probably going to start putting some video on IGTV, right, Jay? Bro, like it's, it's starting to catch on. Yeah. And um, I'm starting to like get messages from like, hey, I listened to your podcast. It's really, really dope. It's so unique. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, men don't talk like this anymore. It's so frank and stuff. So I was like, okay, that's, that's super motivating to hear. What I'm most terrified of would be like the haters and like, I don't know how I will react yet. I've never done something like this. I've never, I like, love the really... haters, man. Let, let the haters come. We're the villains after all. That's true. That's true. true man. We're, we're, we're used to it, but you know, I am getting, but the YouTube funny... haters, bro, but like the YouTube haters are different. Like the I mean... trolls, man, the trolls. All right. You know, but I, do you think it's 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 lesser nowadays with with YouTube connecting it to Facebook or something like that, where I mean, you're there's, there's trolls. I get trolls on videos that are like three years old, and people will be like, "Hey, fatty," or like I'll leave a comment <laughs> on someone's video in this. I, I left a comment on this guy's video about um, uh, filter dates for uh, water filters, and this girl was like, "Oh, if they don't sell more filters, they can't make money. You should know you're old enough, fatty." whatever man i don't care right she needs the d (laughs) yeah right but you know whatever man you know let let them take it but i've been getting a lot of positive feedback from people in the community as well a lot of guys who are satorials are hitting me up and be like dude i really appreciate the guests that you have on the things that you and jay are talking about because you know there's a lot of very proper menswear content out there and there's not yeah. a lot of what we're doing yeah which is a little bit more relaxed take on things yeah. while we know our shit it's it's not delivered in such a in your face way where you know hmm. you got to be a menswear geek to understand it yeah and i think I'm the other a, thing is like I'm, I'm a work you, you and i are both working guys we, we dress for work every day right like mm-hmm. today you were putting uh fabric on pallets Last night yeah. I was visiting a, a production facility, looking at the stuff getting made, right? Or I'm yeah. cutting fabric all day today. So we've got to dress in a way that's both, you know, fits our personal style, but yeah. is functional. We don't want to be walking around in a dirty t-shirt all day and we Cannot. both dress sartorial, but functionally. Yeah. Yeah. So th- now the reason for this uh, episode in the first place is because um, there's this Nikki, uh, there's this lady named Nikki um, who's from Greece and uh, she's currently living in London, but she's one of like the menswear ladies. Mm. And, and in, in Pity Umo scene, it's not very common. It's like literally uh, 180,000 men and like 
200 women you know so that sounds like uh, a bad she, video exactly but uh, she <laughs> she's she's been <laughs> I'm supposed to tag her on this shit. We cannot, no, no, but she's cool. She she can handle a little bit of douchebaggery. A little bit of villainous um, humor. A, a little bit, well, a lot actually. <laughs> she's <laughs> a lot tougher than a lot of men I know. Um, so, so she asked me to make a playlist, and I was already like super drunk that day, right? And uh, she texted me at midnight and said, um, "I want you to make a playlist uh, to put it on my radio." And uh, I naturally, like, it came naturally to me. I just went through my Spotify-like playlist. Mm. And she said to choose 30 songs. And I realized how personal music, uh, the music collection is to me. And every song kind of has a story to it. And um, it also kind of reflects a different side of my, my, my background and stuff yeah. like that. So... Um, I was, I called you and I was like, yo, what about if we do an episode of, you know, going through 30 songs of mine and then another episode of going through 30 songs of yours yeah. and kind of share how we relate to it and, and what happened. That's why that that's the reason why the song is there and stuff. And we are going to link this playlist on Spotify in the show notes. We're not going to be playing the music on the podcast because we do not want to get copyright struck. So yeah. You can go check it out, but we're going to dive into Jay's sort of attachment to some of this music and talk about, you know, again, how it inspires some of the things that we do in menswear. And I think anyone yeah. who's a human who's listened to music understands the emotional connection to music. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll understand where we're coming from here. It's just, again, this is a weekend edition. It's something different. We're trying it out. Maybe you like, you know, a little bit extra more of Jay and I. Maybe you, you don't. I don't know. But let us know. Leave comments. Don't. I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear <laughs> Leave hateful comments for Jay. Yeah. No, no. Don't, <laughs> don't say anything. Just, just watch it. Tap like and, and, and no. I, I don't, of course, don't tap hate. like, subscribe, and leave hateful comments. We appreciate them. <laughs> tell me okay. I'm fat. Tell me I'm bald. Tell Jay he looks like Latino, uh, a fat Latino. I don't know. Wait, somebody said I look like a Latino? Yeah, the other day I was like one of my buddies was like, Who's the Latino guy you do the podcast with? Like, oh man. I love tacos, yeah. but I'm not Latino. I uh, like tacos. I, I really I really like tacos. But, you like uh, roast beef tacos. Hey, I'm a vegetarian. Uh so <laughs> Okay, so so <laughs> All right. So so um, we cannot play the tracks, right? Yeah, we cannot play correct. The we cannot. We'll get copyright stricken. But we, will, we do want to dive into sort of your emotional kind of connection. Can you pull your playlist up, Jay, so we can kind of go through here? All right. Let me make sure it's not my porn screen. Boom. Boom. There you go. So this porn, playlist huh? is actually called Nikki. <laughs> you still use Pornhub? Uh, this is called Nikki. I tell Nikki. you about the time that I, uh, I was given a talk. And uh, I was using the CEO. We were pitching at a, uh, the Google Hack Fair in Bangkok. And the CEO of the company gave me his laptop that the pitch deck was supposed to be on. And I opened his laptop up after I plugged it into the uh, projector. And it was open to uh, not Pornhub, but X-Hamster. I was like, dude. Like, oh, oh it was live of, in front of, the, in front of in an front audience. Of, like 300 people. Holy fuck. So his porn made you... 
look like a perv. Luckily, the website had timed out and it was like a cannot because he had no internet. So it just, but like you could see the domain was like xhamster dot dot dot. Damn. He was Dude. like, oh, I okay. don't know how that got there. I'm like, yeah, sure you don't, David. Hey, first of all, this playlist is very bipolar, right? Because this just is like literally you. what I t- what I tap like. I told you from like a very very first episode that I listen to two types of music: it's like jazz and then gangster rap. Yeah. And I usually start my day with gangster rap, then relax in the evenings with jazz. And, and you like uh, that vinyl? Yeah, with uh, with my vinyl records and yeah. stuff. And the first track. Uh, this one, Chet Baker. I so I started hoarding vinyls a lot and um, discovering music through vinyls. Um, but then I realized that I end up having too many albums that I didn't actually really want to buy or, or want to listen. Mm-hmm. I bought it r- literally for the cover, and uh, this was one of those pleasant surprises where I bought it. You know, Chet Baker with the Italian flag, and it says Chet Baker in Milan. I remember that he did a lot of heroin when he was there and uh, I then I saw his movie about that. So I was like, yeah, I got to buy this. And, and this track came up, Pent Up House. And this track for me really was the best track of the whole album because- You shared of this the, with me the other day. Bro, like the rhythm on this is insane, right? It's, the, it's, it's not like anything else. It's very unique. So this, this is one, but then there is- this this track parole parole this actually is an old italian song so i cannot play this no, but um cannot can i can i just no, <laughs> play it through my headphones and let it bounce and you know. <laughs> no no this is actually a bossa nova track but i there's an original version but the original version is a little bit too hard to listen to and i i like flirting with italian girls a lot and um if i send the original version it's like it's it's they have heard that song, so it's yeah. not something. It's something too old for them. But it, mm. it, I like the original one, uh, the older versions. But um, the bossa nova version is kind of better to send to chicks, and also it's cool to listen to when you wind down your day. And and, and parole, it's it's just like words, words, words. Mm. Um, what are you saying? Your your false promises and things like that. So it's it's kind of sweet. Uh, interesting song it's interesting to think about the like i love bossa nova and it's very soft and very smooth you know jib's a huge bossa nova fan she's the one who kind of got me into that that genre of jazz but i know what you mean sometimes it's a song that's just too old even the cover yeah like this looks so cheese like i find bossa nova music really like something you um listen to in a spa or or not the kind of spa I go to, but uh, the spa that normal people go to. For <laughs> <laughs> relaxing. Did you see the I posted on Facebook? About what? It said, uh, Bangkok to allow massage parlors to reopen only for services below the waist. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, oh, you mean foot massage and shit. Foot massages, yeah. But the way they wrote it was clearly tongue in cheek. Interesting. I actually don't know what you're talking about, but I'll just. Uh, I'm sure you don't. Get along. You're such I, an innocent guy. I'm I'm innocent guy, for innocent. sure. All right. So next track is oh, bro. What do you think of Billy Evans? I like Billy Evans. 
Bill Evans. This this album art itself is so fucking dope. It is dope. This is that that lady and then skating in Central Park and like the the way the flow of the music is on this one is 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 really cool as well. Moody Nigo. Moody Nigo is a classic track, but Mina. I discovered this lady through a friend of mine. Uh, his name is Fabio Atanasio. Uh, Fabio is a menswear guy. He actually dragged me to Piriumo and got me into... He was the first famous guy in menswear industry that followed Huddersfield Textiles Instagram. And I was actually in, um, in Czech Republic with Eric, with one of our homies, Eric. Yeah. And uh, I already know that. Like, What's up, brother? Yeah. I was like, bro, I got to cut this trip short because this guy wants to meet me and I'll just go to Milan and I think it will somehow change my career. And uh, he was like, fuck influencers, man. Like, what are you talking about, man? You know, let's go party, man. Let's continue the trip and shit. I was like, no, no, no. I already like, you know, I'm in Europe. I, I don't know when I'm going to get to be back again. Let, let me just go try this one. And uh, I went there and like just one meeting we we connected and so and he recommended me uh to listen to mina mina is like this old school italian lady but she likes to sing covers in english mm. um but also in english. a lot of uh, yeah so this is in english but it's yeah it's very like she has kind of like a rough gritty voice i like that it's not yeah but it's it's uh, yeah that's why i think you will like this track if if um and then there's this oh shit the piano play. Uh, this over. this is the original version. I think is from that's a dirty look she's the, giving you. Like on that album cover, it's just like yeah. I'm done. I've never seen the album so up close, and now I'll think of this very differently. But um, <laughs> this is actually her cover of another one's song. But I think it's Sixpence None the Richer. Uh, that's who I first heard it from. Mm. Um, uh, and then this is the cover. This is kind of more like a mellow version, uh, more jazzy, jazzed up version, I would say. Mm. Then this one, Craig David. What do you think about Craig David? Craig David. You're not a Craig David guy. Yeah. Hypnotic. Good song. I, I like this one because, okay, I, there are a few, like there's a song called Unbelievable um, that I've used it in my high school reunion uh, kind of video to like make everybody cry. And, and uh, uh, like the, the, the slideshow had all the photos of, of our years and, uh, you know, the, then it's, it was very emotional. But, but that's a song that everybody knows. I, I like this one because it's very underrated. And if you hear it the first time, it's, it's kind of interesting. Bro, this track. This track, I, I heard of this track when I was playing NBA 2K20. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this has so much in this one track. Uh, so much rhythm and, and different uh, beats in one track like there's a breakdown towards the the last part of the clip clip and um it starts fast but then it will just break down and go in a slow-mo mode like kind of like the southern rap kind of mode mm. where uh, you know the sipping on the scissor kind of yeah. vibe where it's like slowed down and um so that's why this is a very interesting track next is oh this is this is a bit too um this track is so bipolar. <laughs> it's so bipolar, right? It's one track is like that, and 
this is a classical music. Uh, this one, I, I listen to it when I'm like, you know, on the plane. And But this track is kind of sad. Hmm. This one, <laughs> again, bipolar. bipolar. <laughs> Kid Rock picture. Um, this is the most bipolar this... Kid Rock song. It's like him <laughs> singing country music with Sheryl Crow. Right. I mean, he, every album he has some, some emotional songs. Like he will ha- like it's like ba with ba and then uh, a sad track, you know. In Look, there, I mean, in- Kid Rock is the most white trash, like American music, right? But like, I can't complain because I I get down with almost all of his hits. Like he doesn't he doesn't make bad music. It's just like this really white trash sound. Well, he kind of, well he 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 says he's a rapper as well. Would you he's consider not, him though. a rapper? Like, he, he says he is, but he isn't. I, I I don't care, rapper or not. He makes like he makes bangers, right? Like the music he makes, you know, is entertaining. It's fun to listen to. Is it emotionally deep? No. Is it good? This, Probably this track not. is though. What? This track is very deep. Have you ever this heard one of this song? Is but again, it's him with Cheryl Crow. You know. So you mean Cheryl Crow is the one that makes the track? Be she deep, brings it deeper. to another level. No, but look look at the story, right? The story is like, you know, I'm changing hoes story. every night. It's, it's not a bad and, song. I like the song. Again, like, though, he talks about changing hoes every night, doing too much blow and whiskey, and 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 then he's looking at this picture and wish there's a good girl to miss me. Yeah, which is so contradicting. But that's what most playboys are like. They want to fuck around, but then they also have that side that's lonely because they feel like they don't have that person to connect with. Do you have that lonely yeah, the, side? I of course I do, uh, but it's it's not just that. Um, I I feel like I connect with that part where the moment I connect with someone, I want to get rid of that person right away and change mm. and move on. Um, and I, I feel like I have a a, a problem with uh, committing or staying in a committed relationship. That's why this track uh, somehow connects with me. So like I would say this is a deep track. Like I mean, it's not just uh straight up uh white trash music disagree well, i mean it's got kid rock on it, so i have a hard time calling it anything but white trash music however <laughs> however like i said I, that's not a deterrent i believe that is his demographic his goal when he makes music is to make white trash bangers and he makes good music it's fun to listen well he makes fun music it's fun to listen to I don't necessarily think all of his songs are great or good, but they're fun. You know how Kid, Kid Rock reached me? I, I, I'm based in Thailand, right? I grew up here. So there's no reason why I should know Kid Rock. Um, but but um, WWF days, you yeah. know, Undertaker suddenly decides to be a Harley Davidson guy and yeah. uh, American Badass comes up. And Kid Rock's performance is fucking yeah. next level. Right. There's no more, uh, nobody who can give that kind of energy. Um, and then that's, that's when I started getting drawn into uh, listening to his music more. And uh, the first time I went to America, I made it a point to buy Kid Rock's vinyl and carry it back home. Like that for me was reaching America. Um, nice. So, okay, there you go. There won't Next be any one. Kid Rock on my playlist. So I'm just going to put that out there now. 
this <laughs> okay this track is paul mccartney but this is a very woolly track as you can see from the fucking album cover it's like literally the track is called uh, the album is called ram and like he's holding his sheep so what and, do you mean by uh, woolly it's it's about hudders like it's about country lifestyle okay and uh that's what huddersfield town is like if you have visited the huddersfield town itself where they make wool you talk to any old guys they've all kind of had something to do with the wool industry hmm. like some was working in the mill some was working in the you know but it was all that town was all about wool and uh this track for me feels sartorial in a way it's, it's like that country lifestyle i think um if you're driving around countryside you, you put, put this track on uh you get that mood right away and right. paul mccartney uh, voice is super sweet and it's, it's fun, always enjoyable to listen to for sure this track is actually kind of like a, a, a good vibe kind of track nice uh, i really want you to check it out this one bing crosby again very bipolar but very uh bipolar. <laughs> this you know when people talk about the good old days and like you know the ray guys and all that they like to talk about you know clark gable and cary grant and that stuff that kind of mood and tone where it's black and white and goes back in time. Um, I don't know. It, it, I would say it's, it's like really the good old days when women had no rights and slavery was still <laughs> around or something like that. <laughs> you know, but, but this type of music was made after the war, like to make people come back and feel good again, or maybe during the war to like, I don't know. I don't really care, but it's just a, a, a fun kind of old track that I like. Oh, this one. This one is super deep, bro. Ever heard of this, this one? No, I've never heard this. No room for doubt. So um, there's a part where she says, we, like, it's a guy and a girl singing. We all make mistakes repeatedly. And uh, it's, you know, I, I, when I was a bit younger, I used to fight with my dad a lot and, and my mom as well. And, like, we had a lot of problems and stuff. And... Um, this track would always remind me of that time somehow because you know um it's it's it takes a lot to forgive mm. you know that's how you solve a problem um but then when someone forgives you and you <laughs> you're distracting me <laughs> what's that big cock bottle you're showing black cock black cock okay dude i'm here talking i've i've never opened up so much and and you bring out a black big black cock bottle the bottle <laughs> dana does not have a big black cock he has so a tiny I, white penis. so you're talking about like when you were in college or or when no, you were in high school college was still fine bro it was it was more when we started working because family business like it's so fucking contradicting because there's that i'm your father's side yeah. and there's that I'm the CEO side. And then there is that, Oh, you, you're the new boss now. So you need to take charge. And then, and then you feel like, okay, you're the boss, but then you're not, you know, and then you want to give out idea. You want to disagree and you want to say, do it your way. You, you know, you come out fresh out of college and you have ideas and shit and like everything gets turned down and you, you rebel and then blah, 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 you know? Um, so that, that was a bad phase. And like, you don't, in uni, they don't teach you how to, like, um, like my university I went to, it was just uh, Thai Chinese and Thai Indians. 
literally rich ties 90% 90% of the school and uh, they were all commercial people second generation third generation business mm. uh, uh from from that kind of family and uh, i see i hear so many people having the same problems some people never they never come back like they fight with their dad and they just like you know stay mad forever um luckily in my case you know my dad forgave me and uh i also you know apologize and and you know that's why this track is is very um emotional for me and i listen to it you guys seem to have a really strong relationship now though yeah now now we do like it's it's also the help of a lot of good mentors like i used to hang out with a lot of older friends yeah. and uh friends my age would be like yeah fuck like you know like if i come and be like oh my dad was a fucking asshole and shit they would be like yeah i understand your dad's an asshole but then like if i talk to an older guy hmm. especially someone who just had a son or a daughter uh you know he'd be like dude like no don't say that like you know like kind of like pause you a little bit hmm. And and for me that was quite important. That changed a lot. Because yeah, you guys definitely seem to have a good relationship, not just personally, but work-wise. Well, work-wise, he's also like kind of given up a lot, right? Like he 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 he's not as arrogant as before. Yeah. I still believe I didn't change anything. Hmm. Uh, but he kind of let me take over a lot more. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't and, think he's given up. I think he's put you in the position to succeed, and you have succeeded. Yeah, but I mean, it's also like for for a parent, they're not gonna see the growth hmm. because they're there with us to see yeah. the growth. So you don't witness that. But like, if you come back and look at some things five years later, then you're gonna see. So sometimes the people outside will see, oh, you're killing it, you're doing well, you yeah. you know. But like the people inside will see, oh, you just made this fuck up. Oh, this is a irreversible business fuck up that you just made right there. <laughs> this is an okay move, but it's going to cost us a lot. This is, uh, this is a risky move, you know? So yeah. what people see from the outside is, is not what, you know, it's the reality at all. Um, sometimes they undersee, they don't see the real success that's happening too. Yeah. yeah. All right. So next one is Sam Cook. You send me. Um, Sam Cook's voice, of course, is super amazing. And uh, uh, I actually discovered Sam Cook by buying secondhand vinyls. And I just first heard him singing Mona Lisa. I was mm. like, this is the sweetest version of anybody singing. And then, of course, the Netflix documentary came out about Sam Cook and what he had to go through and stuff. And uh, that got me uh, researching more of his music. This track is crazy, bro. This track. Where'd the night go? So what, what is it about this track that gets you worked up? This is jazz. This is jazz, but, but it's, it's voiceover. Like there's a guy talking and then there's music going on. And like the drum is so hard on this. It's jazz. Huh? Mm. And it's just the guy talking. There's nobody singing. It's just that rhythm, hard rhythm. And then it's this guy talking over. You know, and like, it's like, I'm going insane. I'm going insane. And then like the track is going, fast, you know, um, it's so hard to describe a music without being actually able yeah, to play yeah. it and then kind of talk about it. Um, Daryl Hall and John. Of course, Oates. Hall and Oates, man. Oh, God. It's this like, track every, is... It's like every track they do is a classic. And I feel like uh, Daryl Hall is not a... 
they're not a they're not a white people music only. It's it's like it covers like he's there. <laughs> like I've had my black friends saying like, oh, that's old school, man. Like I I, I share stories uh, of music. I record the screen and then I share those stories. Yeah. And I would like this would be like the most uh, universal uh, music ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> Have you ever seen on YouTube uh, Daryl Hall's videos uh, live from Daryl's house? No. He's oh, uh, he, he features he, he f- features other singers and stuff. Yeah, but he's got yeah, this yeah, baller yeah. house out in like Connecticut, and uh, he has people mm-hmm. or upstate New York maybe, and he has people come up, and uh, other performers like I've seen CeeLo Green, Chromeo, uh, like um, I've heard KT Tunstall from from that. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, you know, tons of uh, does uh, he JT still do Booker, it? Yeah, all these great uh, artists, and uh, does he still do it? Yeah, I don't know if he still does it, but they're still on YouTube. And man, like he's still got it. He's like seventy, and he's still rocking out. This track, bro. Have you ever heard of this track? Yeah. Towards the end, when it's just the the instruments, mm-hmm. like on a hi-fi system, uh, I have this like really fucking dope, um, made in France, Focal Clear headphones. Yeah, bro. Like on a proper fucking that last part when it's just like left and right left and right left mm. that's crazy you don't get that in music today i don't know why they don't play with the left and right the stereo beatles used to do it all the time too music today i guess is it's flatter i think it's because you know the the delivery method too right where they're not recording to analog anymore they're recording to digital so music's made for digital and it sounds a lot flatter it's not made to be listened left right like stereo quadraphonic this one well i i guess i guess music is also made to enjoy on the phone a lot more it seems like the new music is digital and and on like on shitty speakers you need you need to work it on shitty jbl bluetooth that can take it you can take it to the swimming pool and yeah all of that shit um okay so this next one is it doesn't matter anymore this is good for like when you just broke up with somebody and you, it's that time where you've already kind of gotten over it. Hmm. But then you sometimes think about it, but then like it's, it's actually over, like just recently over. Hmm. And I, I, I like her voice a lot. She does one of the best versions of Autumn Leaves, which is also one of my favorite tags. It's a dope cover photo. Nice. Okay, this one, you know this one? Yeah. This also goes kind of to that track about forgiveness. And, and like, I mean, that's literally the, the line of the song, the heart of the matter. Uh, this is where you connect with your dad again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I think it's about forgiveness, you know, that, that part. Yeah. It's, it's really fun to listen to and uh, powerful. Oh, Frank Sinatra. You know, I'm not a huge this, Frank Sinatra fan. I'm not a huge Frank Sinatra fan, too. I, I have two fucking uh, record um, uh, out of, like, thousands that I have, but uh, two of them are Frank. And this track was such a pleasant surprise because this was when um, I saw – I heard of this track when uh, Don Rickles would talk about him and, like, in, in Johnny Carson or something like that. And, like, in between the segments – they played this song and I like kept looking for it. What is the name of this song? This also is a very good vibe kind of feeling like yeah. that um, day by day. 
Okay. Stop bipolar. Classic. <laughs> so bipolar. Uh, so good. So bipolar. <laughs> I told Nikki to like organize the uh, <laughs> the shit properly. Do not shuffle my playlist. You'll get the most retarded um, <laughs> ensemble of songs ever. Um, but bro, like, I mean, this is this thirty track is like everything that I think of as life. You know, uh, like this no tears uh track first mm. of all um i've heard of scarface being talked about as a rapper's rapper and that's mm. that's when i started like listening to his track at first i didn't really get it because i'm not that sophisticated about rap music but then when it's when it goes on and on and then you're like holy shit this is actually i can listen to the whole album and and re- relax with the fact that it's a you know, violent words and big, yeah. uh, you know, but you, you still feel relaxed listening to, to this mm. somehow. Cause it's just not like about mumbling. It's not about talking fast. It's just about real story. You hear the story. It's a great story. Like English, great story English for me is my fourth language. So I cannot, uh, hear things as fast or like, I cannot like pick up right away uh, mm. from music. I would hear it from tunes and tones first, but, but, Scarface music was really, really easy to to pick up on for yeah. some reason, and uh, yeah, this track is is about definitely it. brilliant yeah. rapper. Right, this one, this one uh, comes from the <laughs> Narcos uh, Netflix series, and uh, <laughs> the Latino roots. <laughs> the, yeah, my Latino roots. Uh, this is a very good um, music to get high on if mm. you need to. Um, bro, this one, no, this one reminds me of Puglia. So Pino Daniele is, is like God in, in Naples, like in the whole of Italy, actually. But, but Naples specifically, mm. everywhere you would go, I heard like a million version of Pino Daniele in every fucking store I would walk to. Uh, if I sit in a restaurant, somebody's singing, they'll be singing, you know, uh, Pino Daniele. Like Italians know that, like it's he's highly revered, and um, they just like even every Rubinacci video, R- Luca Rubinacci, the, mm. the Taylor guy. Every uh, video you see about tutorials about how to tie a tie and stuff like that, you would hear Pino Daniele playing in the back, like. Yeah. Now, Neapolitans put Pino Daniele on a on a loop on a repeat. It's a dope cover too. Yeah. So so this track again is a kind of a feel good vibe. You know, it's good after listening to Scarface and then coming back to that <laughs> feeling. <laughs> Give you a little pick me up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is also from uh, Bill Evans. This one, when I listen to in my life, this track. When I listen to, I, I kind of get that flashback. You know, they say you get the flashback before you're about to die. But uh, this one is, you don't need to die to kind of get to think about that. Yeah. You know, this is, I, I'm not a Beatles fan. Like, like uh, a lot of people hate on me. I've just never gotten into the Beatles. Never? You don't, you don't know any, tra- yesterday, all my I, trouble seems so far probably away. all their music. I just, I don't find it fantastic what okay if you had to choose one Beatles song what would it be oh man that's a good question I had to pick one I don't even know 
Like I'm just not a fan. Like it's okay. It's not great. Really? Yeah. I feel like there's a type of person too, right? Like like Rolling Stones type or the Beatles type. Like I never dug or I never liked Rolling Stones. I, I definitely get down with a lot more Rolling Stones. Um, but I'm not a huge Rolling Stones fan. Like I wouldn't I don't think they're like the greatest ever. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say to that anymore, so I'm just gonna change the subject. <laughs> Ice Cube. This would def- this it track was a, would be on my list. It was a good day. This is like, like I said, like I listened to hip hop to start my yeah. day, right? Like this really is like when everything went right yesterday, and I'm about to start my day today, and uh, this would be what I'd play. Finally, got a call from a girl trying to dig out. Hooked it up. This the one. Head, the hit the flow. What? It's called Better Together by Jack Johnson. Very old track. Um, mm-hmm. But, but you know, I've had uh, Bing Crosby in my playlist. So yeah. old is not <laughs> relative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one, great there's album a, art. This is great. Right. Album art, yeah. This is a, one of those easy listening music, but um, there's, there's a line in this that's so fucking powerful and deep. Um, so the song is about, it's better that we stay together it's better that you know we're we're together and stuff like that right but um where do we go um why are we here where do we go how come it's so hard Hmm. that's a question i've always wondered about life in general like where do we go why are we here right Hmm. and and how come what is the point of life what is the point of going through struggles like business love Hmm. whatever what is the whole point of life at all or you know, like the whole question about why are we here? Where do we go? The question about where do we go is literally the reason why religions exist because religions have that fucking fake story about where do we go? And they profit out of that fear and yeah. misunderstanding or that question mark, which I don't understand why every lunch or dinner or converse, like why isn't this part of a conversation more when we're all going to die and, uh, uh, you know, why isn't this uh, brainstorm more or, you know, Hollywood movies, like, for example, death would be the be- what happens after you die would be the best fucking subject to to create a sci-fi movie. Out the, of. the life uh, the invention of, of lying. Have you never seen it? Yes, I did. That's an amazing movie. Yeah, that's an amazing movie. But why isn't there more? Right. Like they're like literally a very handful of them. Yeah. And um and I still feel like there could be a better answer than he- heaven or hell or, or just death. Nothing happens. We die, right nothing away. happens. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, that's, that's probably very much right. But then if religion can have so much fucking stories about this subject, why can't, you know, logical stories also, why can't like creativity, creative stories also come from this? Sometimes I, what, nothing's what, more creative than religion. Think. They fooled the masses, billions of people. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> when, yeah okay. How are we here? Uh, wait, why are we here? That's also an interesting question, right? Why? Yeah, because neither of our parents knew how knew how to use contraceptive. <laughs> <laughs> what happens to our soul? When we die. What, why do you think we have a soul? 
because of our brains. Why do we? Are you equating intelligence to soul? Personality to soul? No. I don't know. Maybe I'll get some wisdom out of this fucking episode. I remember. I remember that. This is a horrible story. I was like 25 and I was, I was trying to bang this girl. And she's like, oh, you have such an old soul. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Really, really old soul. <laughs> Take these panties off. She's just saying you're boring. <laughs> oh, she was like so into me and I just wanted to have sex. It was a horrible, a horrible phase of my life. I was a horrible man. Uh-huh. But yeah, she You're was banging like all, a lot. You were like all into like the picture. idea of like she's like, Oh, you have an old soul. It's so kind. You're so you're so sweet and smart. I was just like, can we shut the lights off? I mean, what 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 are we doing here? This this whole time I'm trying to understand the accent to understand who are you talking about. <laughs> <laughs> if it's if it's Latino, then maybe it's it's over there. <laughs> if it's in Thai accent, maybe it's Oh, it definitely didn't happen here. Definitely didn't happen here. <laughs> so how how did this go? How how did this subject come up? About I forget how we even got to this. Why are we here? That was yeah. the question. Why are we here? <sighs> Make money, fuck bitches. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> I'd follow that religion. Okay. Bro, this track, when I first... So Africa was always a continent I always wanted to go, right? But um, the first day when I got to Johannesburg, South Africa, actually it was uh, in, in January this year, this track came up. And, uh, it was January? Like, Damn, yeah. It was so long ago you and your dad went to uh, South Africa. Dude, like, 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 that's, like that's literally right before everything got clo- uh, like, Damn, you know, yeah. shut. That's right before the world ended. So we were so glad. I would have thought happened. it was last year. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And this is a very, again, feel good track, but, but really kind of like different kind of high, not weed mm-hmm. high, but I don't know what high this would be, but probably acid, but I've never tried acid, but yeah. Like just look at the album cover itself. It's like yeah, it's trippy as that fun. kind of trippy. Yeah. Yeah. Trippy would be the word. Yeah. But uh, this was the track that played in my head all day when I was in Johannesburg because it was such a pleasant surprise of the city was clean, but everybody told me it was dangerous. And it probably it, uh, is very dangerous or was People very dangerous. Bangkok's dangerous too, though. Yeah, but if you, you know, get robbed by a lady boy, you're never going to forget that story and you're going to go and tell everybody else. Dude, like my friend got robbed by a lady boy. Not robbed, but pickpocketed. You're talking about Andy? <laughs> you know, he's never looked at Lady Boy the same every time he bangs them. He he <laughs> thinks of that story. <laughs> all right, all right. Next one, next one. Um, Dapper villains. <laughs> Big Daddy Kane. So Big Daddy nice. Kane. Big Daddy Kane is um I discovered him because he he wore my fabrics and uh Huddersfield? No, actually, polyester. <laughs> so there's a tailor that makes suits for him. And uh, yeah, he, um, well, 
I don't think he knows also that it was polyester. It's just like one of those things, you know, like Taylor's bluff and tell. Because celebrities, you know, you make them for free. So why would you fucking make expensive suits and shit? I don't know if you paid or not, but um, I don't know, man. There you go. Like, I celebrity or not, you're was... paying. If I'm making it, you're paying. There's there 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 are a lot of people who will make for free for for celebrities and stuff. You get what you pay um, for. Yeah. But it was good polyester, but it was polyester for sure. <laughs> it's the finest, so, it's the finest polyester around. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, puns intended. Um, inside so, jokes. Inside jokes. So, yeah, uh, I, that's how I heard about Big Daddy Kane. Um, and then I r- realized that he's an OG and uh, oh, he's a lot amazing of rapper. Yeah. Okay, done. Done. That is a bipolar playlist. I don't know what to do. Like, this is just really how I am. <laughs> you know, vinyls have helped me a lot because I would, I would then listen to an album and stay yeah. the same mood because, you know, I'm not going to get up and change the track every time and, mm-hmm. and get that. So vinyl for me was such a, ple- was such a pleasant surprise. Um, and also a shift of attitude about listening to music um, because you would have, but then some albums also have so many moods within that album. Did do you, you know? listen to it like just once and then you're done with that vinyl or do you No, go actually in it's a lot like, of repeat. You, you, you listen a to a lot of repeat. Yeah. Like there's so many vinyls that I've never even opened the case. And like, that's what, that's what I realized. Like I should, I should only buy the, the ones that I really, really want to listen to. Mm-hmm. So now I've, I've changed my habits of, of like not buying too many vinyls, not buying deals or cheap vinyls or, you know, th- but sometimes, it, ever walked into a vinyl shop? Yeah. And they, they'll sometimes they'll have like a whole like milk crate. Like you can buy like a milk crate of vinyl for like 20 bucks. And it's never something you plan to buy. Like if mm. you went there looking for a biggie, you will end up with something else. And mm. then that will replace that and shit like that. I do enjoy that aspect too, but then it becomes hoarding. And then like there are too many things in the house and it's just, mm. you know, you feel bad about the tracks. Like I, I, at one point I was trying to do like, I've been to about 40 countries now, right? And everywhere I go, I would collect vinyls from that country hmm. and try to make that a thing i collect instead of magnets or stamps but a it's uh, terrible to fucking carry vinyls yeah. because you know when <laughs> you're traveling um i'll make you a, then, a, a bag just for vinyl carry-on oh sure that would be amazing dude like i have 10 uh records uh that are vietnamese uh vinyls and i never listened to them i listened to them once like what am i gonna do listening to vietnamese tracks you know maybe Um, they're dope dude like some cambodian rock music is dope like like i've heard some cambodian music that was slamming yeah mongolian music like those mongolian uh oh the throat singing yeah the wolf totem guys yeah is that what they're called h-u yeah the who yeah so dope do mongolia too bad we can, we must find a platform where we can play tracks, but but it's probably not this. I don't want to do an IG live, yeah. Instagram live. Uh, I don't want to get that famous. 
that famous. So on, on the ability to to be able to delete some parts of the clips, even though you never let me delete anything, but uh, <laughs> I never do that. That cushion is still there. Like Dana, I really, really fucked up on this one. I shouldn't have talked about this ex. Uh, I'll get sued, man. I'll I'll, I'll be broke. No. <laughs> Integrity. There you go. That's yeah, my that's a great that's episode, my dude. So next week I will put a how much playlist. how much wine have you had now? How much wine? I just drank had? whatever was uh, that half glass. How, how much did you have before? No, that's it. I just like I only drink like a couple uh, ounces a night. You can do that. Drink. I cannot do like I drink one glass and then it's a bottle. <laughs> I can I cannot do like one glass a night kind of deal. Do no, you I, like force it? You limit it? You? I don't even like, drink one glass a night. Like if I drink wine that night, I will drink one glass. Same. What with do you do whiskey. with the rest? If I, I just keep it in the bottle until the next day. But then the next day you have to, you have another glass. a lot left. Yeah. But like, so if it's Jib and I, and we each have a glass then it's like three nights of wine, mm. not a big deal. So I need to find me a Jib. Yeah. You need, you need to find a Jib. <laughs> Just not my Jib. <laughs> I was going to text your girlfriend. I was like, there you go. Hey, hey. I found you. <laughs> Said, I need to find a jib. <laughs> Actually, she's right, got man. a, uh, she's got another, oh no, her cousin's name isn't jib, but they have the same exact name, TT Porn, the same last name. But Her name is Porn? Name. Yeah, they're, they're, that's I know, I know that joke. I'm from Thailand. My dad's name is Porn. So, so it's, it's, The other day I sent the email to uh, someone for PayPal and they're like, does that really say TT porn? I was like, yeah, it's Jib's name. <laughs> oh, it's funnier because it's titty. Yeah. Porn. And that, my uh, my Thai it. teacher, her name is Super Porn. <laughs> so pop on. Yeah. There you go. I know it now. But she she's funny and she's like, no, my name is Super Porn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note. On that super note. Porn. Until next time. Stay dapper. Stay dapper. Stay, stay, stay villainous. villainous. Stay villainous. <laughs>